The Morning Show Podcast. Wake up and smell the coffee. Because you deserve a better morning. The FDA might be close to approving a fourth coronavirus vaccine. Ooh, exciting. But I've got some not-so-good news for Ted Lasso fans. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know if that's the news I need today, Carla Marie. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. An FDA advisory panel has backed a fourth vaccine option to fight COVID-19. The vaccine, known as Novavax, is from a Maryland-based company and has been used in Europe, Canada, and other countries around the world. While studies have shown this vaccine to be safe and 90% effective, those tests were done much earlier in their pandemic, and while the vaccine is just as safe as it was when it was originally tested— the FDA is unsure of its effectiveness against newer, more contagious strains of the virus. But why do we even need a fourth vaccine if we've already got two good ones and a Johnson & Johnson wildcard? You probably have heard the term mRNA vaccine thrown around in the last couple of years, and the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines fall under that category. And while mRNA vaccines have been used before COVID, like the regular flu shots, the Zika virus vaccine, some people were weary of them. Johnson & Johnson, on the other hand, is a vector vaccine. This fourth option is known as a protein vaccine. And some other examples of protein vaccines would be the shot you may have gotten for hepatitis B, HPV, or tetanus. Some people didn't trust the science behind mRNA, and others may have had allergies to available COVID vaccines. So the FDA hopes by offering a different type of vaccine, some of the 27 million unvaccinated Americans will now choose to get vaccinated. Yesterday, actor Matthew McConaughey spoke at the White House press briefing to tell the stories of the victims of Uvalde, his hometown. In his 21-minute speech, he got emotional, often. One of the most important takeaways I had personally was when he said, America, you and me, we are not as divided as we are being told we are. Matthew talked about many of the students who lost their lives, but one of the most gut-wrenching was about a nine-year-old, Maite. She wanted to be a marine biologist and was already in contact with Corpus Christi of A&M for her future college career. When the town wanted to release balloons in the honor of Maite, her mom said no, she wouldn't have wanted to litter. Matthew explains that his wife, Camilla, is there with Maite's shoes. Maite wore green high-top converse with a heart she had hand-drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. Camilla's got these shoes. Can you show these shoes, please? Wore these every day. Green converse with a heart on the right toe. These are the same green converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. How about that? Matthew told so many stories. I highly recommend watching this entire video. These stories are important. I could sit here all day telling you all the things he said, but I will put the link in the description of this episode and leave you with this part. It is divided as our country is this gun responsibility issue is one that we agree on more than we don't. It really is. Look, this should be a, a nonpartisan issue. 
this should not be a partisan issue. There is not a Democratic or Republican value in one single act of these shooters. It's not. But people in power have failed to act. So we're asking you, and I'm asking you, will you please ask yourselves, can both sides rise above? Can both sides see beyond the political problem at hand and admit that we have a life preservation problem on our hands? So we've got a chance right now to reach for and to grasp a higher ground above our political affiliations. A chance to make a choice that does more than protect your party. A chance to make a choice that protects our country now and for the next generation. A judge in Arizona has declined the Republican Party's request to block mail-in ballots for the 2022 election. Mail-in votes got a lot of attention in the last election. Although they've been popular in many states for over a decade, some states quickly adopted new or expanded mail-in voting systems due to the pandemic, and right-leaning politicians argued that mail-in ballots were responsible for widespread voter fraud. Since then, nearly every investigation has shown little to no evidence of meaningful irregularities. However, that hasn't stopped some Republicans across the country from trying to ban or minimize mail-in ballots in their states. The Arizona example is extremely odd when you consider the state has allowed non-absentee mail-in voting since 1991. And in the last election, over 80% of the votes were done early and usually by mail. The main reason for the Arizona Republican interest in mail-in ballots now mainly comes from the fact that 2020 was only the second time the state went to a Democratic presidential candidate in over 70 years. The International Skating Union, the group that governs ice skating, has ruled that there will be no more 15-year-old figure skaters at the Olympics. This comes after the doping controversy of a 15-year-old Russian figure skater at this year's Winter Olympics. The skating union voted to limit competitions to skaters 16 and older for the next skating season and 17 and older for the following season, meaning that by the 2026 Olympics, you will need to be at least 17 years old to compete as a figure skater. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Members of the Confederated Salish and Kootenai tribes scored a huge win recently when federal land was actually returned to the tribes who called that land home for thousands of years before Europeans arrived on the shores of North America. The tribes reclaimed management of the National Bison Range in western Montana. Back in 1908, without tribal consent, the federal government established the National Bison Range in the middle of the Flathead Indian Reservation. And although the local tribes began the process of restoring and preserving the bison herd there in the late 1800s, tribal members were excluded from bison management once the reserve was created. And I'm not going to lie, as someone who visited the National Bison Range and enjoyed my time there without any knowledge of the specific broken treaty or ongoing negotiations, this not only makes me happy, but gives me some hope that at least some of the broken promises to native tribes can be reversed and made right. A quick little backstory on how everything Carla Marie and Anthony started. We worked for Elvis Duran in the morning show, and while there, the two of us decided to start a podcast. That was in 2014, and we launched My Day Friday. Well, we have decided that after eight years, we're going to retire My Day Friday. Don't worry, the morning show podcast isn't going anywhere. My Day Friday's last day is June 17th, and we're going to celebrate those eight years the only way we know how. 
live from the Jersey Shore. We are leaving our studio in Seattle, and we are going to be hanging out at Sinner's Steakhouse June 17th from 4 to 7 p.m. We can't wait to meet you. We have a link in the description of this episode Please fill it out. You can't just show up. We do need to make sure that we have a list so that it's not utter chaos. It's going to be an amazing time. Hit the link in the description of this episode, and we will see you next Friday, June 17th. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. One of my favorite things in the world is when I get to bring my love of pop punk music and the emo scene into anything I do, which means today... I am very, very happy. Angsty Anthony is here this morning. Angsty Anthony. Uh, we, before we talk about the music or anything like that, why don't we introduce our guests? We have a cousin battle today on Two Second Tunes. Coming to us from Puyallup, Washington is Jordan. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning. And she's brought her cousin, Brooke, here. Good morning, Brooke. Good morning. So Jordan roped you into this, correct, Brooke? Absolutely. Okay, good. So just, just making sure. I think because you got roped in, you've got like nothing to lose. So you sh- really shouldn't have any pressure yeah. on you. Right, I already got a free beer out of it. So. Okay. Oh, great. a free beer. Well, is there uh, any wager on the line as well for the winner? Yes, there is. The loser has to buy the winner their favorite choice of beer. Um, for Brooke, it's Michelo Ultra. And for me, it's Bud Light Seltzer, the Retro Pack. Oh, Retro right. Pack. Very specific. I like it. So a good time is on the line either way. <laughs> Are you guys ready to start Two Second Tunes? Yes. All right. We are going to go through some of the biggest pop punk emo songs of that scene. And the interesting thing with these songs is the titles sometimes can uh, trip people up. So, Carla Marie, who is going first? Jordan. Jordan, here is your first two-second tune. Um, oh, gosh. I got it. Uh, um, Panic at the Disco. Sins written on the wall. One point because it is Jordan, I write you. sins, not tragedies. But <laughs> it is Panic at the Disco. Brooke so you do was get the points. Ready to steal that. 100%. <laughs> we'll see how you do on the next one. Brooke, here is your two second tune. Yeah. Good Charlotte. <laughs> Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. One point because it is Good Charlotte. The song is the anthem. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> but but we are at 1-1, one, one, which okay. means each of you are on the board. The pressure is off. Ooh. No one has to worry about getting zero points. Jordan, back over to you. Here is your second two-second tune. Simple plan. Um, I'll do anything. Ooh, so close. One point. You said, I'll do anything. It's, it's I'd do anything. I'd do anything. Oh. Like, that's the closest so I think close. an answer yeah. has ever been. Yeah. Um, and Carla made the score halfway through. Jordan has two. Brooke has one. Brooke, back over to you for your part of round two. Absolutely no idea. <gasps> Absolutely no idea. Can I hear it again? You cannot hear it again, unfortunately. Jordan, you look equally as confused, but you can steal a point or two with a a wild guess. I'm going to go for a wild guess here. And um, I I doubt it's right, but yellow card. And I have no idea what the name. Yellow card. Also incorrect, which this one hurts my heart. because It's one of my favorite bands from that scene. Taking Back Sunday 
cute without the E. I'm not going to lie. I was either going to go with My Chemical Romance. And then once you said Taking Back Sunday, I was like, oh, that is your go-to band. Two very safe bets if you're trying to guess on my personality. Okay, but this isn't Anthony's favorite song. No. I mean, it is, but uh, Jordan has two, Brooke has one. All right. As we enter the hardest of the three rounds, back over to Jordan. Here is your two-second tune. I got nothing. Wow. With that said, though, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. I'm going to go with My Chemical Romance. (laughs) Safe guess, but incorrect, which means, Brooke, you can steal back one point and tie it up with even a correct guess. Okay, well, I'll go with Yellow Card. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow Card. Incorrect. Would you like to tell everyone what the actual answer was, Carla Marie? It's Paramore Misery Business. Yeah, the game is on the line. There's only a one point difference between the two of you, which means, Brooke, you can win, lose, or tie in this round. I'm not feeling good. You're not feeling <laughs> good? Lot. Well, here's the thing. Are you guys buying six packs for one another as your wager? 12 pack. A 12, a 12 pack? Yeah, that's easy for Jordan to say. She's in the lead. She's going to say 12 pack. <laughs> the hardest of the clues, Brooke, here is your two second tune. She knows it. It's on the tip of her tongue. Red jumpsuit apparatus. I don't know if it's face down or 17 ain't so sweet. Face down. For the win. (laughs) Wow. In the final. I am not going to lie. I'm sweating. I'm actually actually sweating right now. Congratulations to Brooke. You came in as the visiting team because obviously Jordan has been part of the uh, Mm -hmm. the Carla Marie Anthony show family for a long time. She brought you in and you beat your cousin. You won your 12 pack, according to Jordan. Yep. Yeah. That's what you get, Jordan. You should have (laughs) just stuck with six. I thought it was 18 pack. (laughs) If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Okay, we're all my fellow space nerds. This one is for you. NASA's first trip to the moon since 1972 was supposed to happen in 2024, but it got delayed until 2025 or even later. But the reason they can't go as planned is because they don't have the right outfits. And by outfits, I mean spacesuits. NASA had been trying to develop lunar suits in-house for 15 years, and it was too costly and time-consuming. So they've officially awarded the contracts to two private companies, Axiom Space and Collins Aerospace, to make the suits. The reason NASA had such a hard time producing them in-house, they were sourcing parts of the suits from 27 different contractors and vendors. Can you imagine the chaos? And the government changing NASA's budget each year doesn't help them when working on a project that lasts several years. But now that the suits are being handled, NASA has time to work on the next most important part of their lunar mission, constructing the rocket. If you missed the surprise package we opened on Twitch yesterday, you should definitely check out the video on YouTube. Carla Marie made some unkind remarks about Pokemon and specifically Pikachu on Twitch a few weeks ago, so someone who works there 
decided to prove Carla Marie wrong and sent us a pretty epic care package. You can always check out all of our videos by going to YouTube and searching Carla Marie Anthony Show or scrolling into the description of this podcast episode and hitting the link for YouTube. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. What in the actual F is happening right now? Why? Okay, so the newest season of Ted Lasso is likely going to be the final season. Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent and is a writer for the show, Oy. said that... <laughs> I see what you did there. So they are writing season three to be the final season, and that's what they've always planned. But then he also went on to say, spoiler alert, everybody dies. But. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I know. Apparently, the season does end with an opportunity for another season. And the executive producer said that he is leaving the final decision on when the series will wrap up up to Jason Sudeikis and the other producers. I don't know what to do with this information, but I am feeling super anxious right now. Here's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping that they uh, obviously have a deal for season three yeah. in place. <gasps> and what they're hoping is yeah. to get a lot of that Apple money for season four. So they're going to start being like, oh, yeah, this is it. We're done. And That's then Apple's going to be like, here's a billion dollars. I'm telling you right now, you, you can t go tell Apple Plus right now. I will cancel my account if there is no more Ted Lasso. Here's a question. Is this kind, petty, or both? You can decide. Okay. Ready? The Ford F-150 Lightning has a massive battery. And one of the key features they've highlighted is the ability for the truck to use its battery to charge other things. And one of the accessories that they include is what's called a J1772 charging connector, which is how you charge most standard electric vehicles. Okay. Uh, okay. But... New pictures are being shared of an adapter that Ford is adding to their first shipments of trucks to specifically charge Teslas. According to a Ford spokesperson, the first F-150 Lightnings will be shipped with adapters so they can lend a hand if needed. What? And I love this because not only is this really useful as the world is still building a proper electric vehicle infrastructure, but if Ford is trying to be cute and take shots at Tesla's smaller battery... I am here for it. Oh, my God. Who knew that we needed electric car battles in our lives? Love it. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. We've got another super weird food collab. Teaming up with nail polish company Nails Inc. Velveeta. Yep, as in the mac and cheese. There will be two colors. A yellow, which is their signature cheese yellow, and a red to match the Velveeta logo. And here's the kicker. They both smell like cheese. I know I wouldn't want my nails to smell like cheese, but I know out there, there's at least one of you who really appreciates this what's trending because you've always wanted your nails to smell like cheese. I put the link in the description of this episode. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. So I just checked the numbers on Spotify, Carla Marie. And? We have 486 five-star reviews on Spotify for this podcast. So I'm trying to get to 500 by the end of the week. Okay, and on Apple Podcasts, we have 465. We could totally get to 500 by the end of the week if on we, each. If we get to 500 on both, I don't know what we'll do to celebrate on this podcast, but we will celebrate somehow. Uh, we could have mimosas Friday morning. We could do that. So if you can, we would really appreciate on any of the podcast platforms you listen on, but specifically Spotify and Apple. Yeah. If you use either of those, 
uh, feel free to leave us a five-star review and a positive rating, and we will hopefully get to 500 by Friday. By the way, it costs you $0 to leave that review. Just saying, just in case. I know like people get confused <laughs> on how to use these things sometimes. I wish we got paid for every review. I mean, my mom definitely thinks she has to pay for it. Either way, thank you very much for spending some time with us. We appreciate you letting us into your ears each and every morning. Thank you to Lauren Ray, Mike Meredith, and Jason Barrow who help make the Morning Show podcast happen. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast.